0: We are the rookie phenoms we have the best show of the year today i'm your host Coop with my main man Webb. what up people today is really the best day brooklyn was swept in embarrassing fashion and it is the time for coops mock draft Webb, are you ready for today's show
1: always ready man let's see if you can do a little bit better than brooklyn did last night
0: i'll do my best i'm no ben simmons but i'll try and listeners just for the record Webb has promised that he won't harm himself when my mock draft dwarfs his tomorrow, like tonight. So he will be safe. He will be on our next show and everything will be okay. Right, Webb? You're good?
1: Not worried even a little bit.
0: Okay. I like the confidence. It's good. Before we get to the mock draft, I want to insult Ben Ben Simmons a little bit more again. Brooklyn was swept last night. It happened during our show live. I said Ben Simmons needs to be traded. Do you think there's someone that will take him? and that contract and then his will unwillingness to play.
1: Absolutely. My my sort of uh thought pattern is there's always a team willing to take on a contract that looks like it's an albatross and um Ben Simmons provides a lot of upside. I wouldn't want to take it on but there will be at least one team interested.
0: Would the Lakers do Westbrook for Ben Simmons?
1: I hope not, but I think the Lakers would rather get rid of Westbrook Get rid of Russ, more than worry about any drama that Simmons is going to bring. So it's possible. If yeah. if, if if that was ever entertained by uh, by um, Sean Marks.
0: And we should settle settle accounts. Webb and I made a bet about whether the Celtics would beat the Nets in round one. I won that bet. I owed Webb one burrito. Now he owes me a burrito, so we are even on the burrito count. So congratulations, Webb. I a forgot
1: that. You are, you are correct. I lost the bet. Ugh. It really is a good
0: day. Really is a good day for me. Everything's coming up, (laughs) Millhouse.
1: I'd probably, I'm probably happier this way than having Brooklyn lose in game seven. I'd rather get blown out than lose by a little. Always.
0: I actually agree with that. I'd rather know it's over than have hope that it might happen. I agree 100%. Yeah.
1: If it, if it came down to like game seven, KD, uh, needing a three to tie and he hit a two like last year, I, yeah, I'd probably leave the country.
0: The best part of that story is that he wears shoes too big on purpose. <laughs> he, was, he was wearing the right size shoes. It probably would have counted. He would have won a title. This goon. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Webb, let's get to it. It's mock draft time. It's life-changing sh- life time. It's blow-your-mind time. Webb, you ready?
1: I think the question is, are you ready, Coop? You're on the cross soon, buddy.
0: I was born ready. I was born for this.
1: All right, Coop. 2022 NFL mock draft is here. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock with the number one pick. Let's go. Who's Jacksonville selected?
0: With the first pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end, Michigan. He is a freak athlete. Just because he's white, people assume he isn't. He's the same three cone as Von Miller. Good 40 time. He's 6'6". Jacksonville cannot swing and miss on this pick. They can't afford to take the guy who might turn out to be the best player in three years. They need a double here. There is a 0% chance Aiden Hutchinson busts. He will be a productive NFL player for 10 years. I think he's a 10-sack guy a year. He might never be a 16-sack guy or 20-sack guy, but he is a foundational piece for your Jacksonville defense. It's, it's a really good pick. He's a great player. I see no downside to this pick. And if you take Trayvon Walker and he busts, you're getting fired. You take Aiden and he's good, people are okay with it. You didn't miss the pick. It's fine.
1: So I have a question for you. Yes. Who looks, who looks better, faster, out of the two number one draft picks that Jacksonville's had uh, last year and this year? Trevor Lawrence or Aiden Hutchinson?
0: Trevor Lawrence is going to the Pro Bowl this year, and I think they probably win 11 games, so it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. But Aiden Hutchinson can play right now. like He's going to be an eight-sack guy this year.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got the number one pick down. Um, you know, you didn't deviate from that. I'm a little surprised because I thought you were going to go with someone who, uh, was not Aiden Hutchinson or, uh, Trayvon Walker. Um, so good for you. I-, I
0: think people that do mock drafts just to be flashy are
1: stupid. Do what
0: you think is actually best. Don't do something to cause internet shockwaves. Just Be honest. And I am always honest. People know me for that.
1: <laughs> that was a good one.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, so the Detroit Lions are on the clock next with the number two pick. Who's Detroit taking this year?
0: They're taking Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end edge rusher from Oregon. Okay. I really like his game. Uh, coming into the season, he was the number one guy. I saw nothing to differentiate, like to stop that from being the case. He has elite power, elite speed, the best first step in the drafts. He is your prototypical edge rusher. He has the potential to be the best edge in this class. He, I, I don't think he'll be a bust. I could see him being a 15 sack a year guy. I could also see him being a 6 sack a year guy, depending on how hard he works. But the upside is there. I really like Kayvon Thibodeau a lot. He's a really good player.
1: You raise a good point. Um, last summer, the 2021 summer, all I heard about was Kayvon Thibodeau and actually uh, quite a bit about Desmond Ritter as well. But, um, you know, it seems as time goes on, the, uh, The pundits overthink things. Obviously, Hutch had a great season as well. But, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau's, uh, slipped in a lot of months. So good for you for sticking to, um, you know, someone where you've seen the breadth of their work and you've enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, he's a really good player and his traits translate. Now, if, if there are, I don't believe the reports that, like, he's, he's not a bad guy. It's that he has other interests. That's a good thing. I don't want someone that's like, not interested in anything but football. Because when you take football away from them, they lose their minds. It's not good. Have other interests. It's good for you. Kayvon's going to be good in Detroit. Playing beside Julian Aquara. He'll be a really good tandem for a long time. I like this pick a lot.
1: Okay. Hey, so that's two down, Coop. Um, I like the pick. The Houston Texans are up next with the number three pick overall. Who does Houston, Houston take this year?
0: Houston is taking my boy, Sauce Gardner cornerback, Cincinnati. I love Sauce. We talked about him a lot yesterday. The general manager in Houston is Nick Casario. Lovey Smith is the coach in Houston. Both those guys love corners. Belichick built his defenses from the backup. He had Daryl Rivas. He had Stephon Gilmore. You want a shutdown corner. He is the preeminent shutdown corner in this class. Great length. He's six three, six two. Houston has holes everywhere. It's a passing league. Get a guy to stop that. I love Sauce Gardner. I'm all in on him this year. He much sauce.
1: All right, so I <laughs> I agree with you on on uh, on Houston. I said it yesterday. I think it's a blank canvas, and uh, it's hard to go wrong. And 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 sauce going to be. I, I think he's going to do well in Houston.
0: Okay. And, and another reason I thought about this is a few years ago when Cleveland had the fourth pick. They were deciding. Everyone thought they'd take Bradley Chubb. They took Denzel toward the corner because they're harder to find. They just gave him a hundred million dollars. I didn't. So I think that's the way to go this time for Houston.
1: You know, and then you look at them taking Greedy Williams. Uh, <laughs> I look at that as well. One out of two isn't bad.
0: Well, Greedy was in round two at least. Like this was a top four pick for yeah Cleveland. Yeah. So the traits are there. I think this is gonna be a really good pick for Houston. I really like Sauce.
1: Yeah. It's it's interesting because sometimes I'm a little worried about taking the corners early. Like you see with like Jeff Okuda, who was really highly touted out of um, coming out of college. And, and, and I know he's been hurt, but even when he's been on the field, has he been good?
0: Not really. No, Detroit might have messed that up.
1: And it wasn't a bad pick, right? Like he was very uh, uh, highly regarded.
0: I, I do see what you're saying. But like Jalen Ramsey's worked out, usually when you're a corner taking this high, unless there's injury, they usually know what they're getting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm hopeful. I am hopeful that Houston can rebuild. I want to see Levy get more than one season. I think Sauce could help them in a big way.
1: Yeah, I I love the pick. I love the pick. Okay, number four, Gangrene, the New York Jets. Who are they taking?
0: The New York Jets select Evan Neal, tackle Alabama. I like Neil. I think he's the best tackle in this draft. He can play right tackle. He can play left tackle. There's a lot of talk that Makai Becton may not be on the Jets anymore with, due to injury or unwillingness to play. So if he doesn't show up, you got a left tackle, no problem. If he does show up, you've got a right tackle. And they're both two massive human beings that can protect Zach Wilson. I just, I think protecting your quarterback is the most important thing. You've seen Andrew Luck's career ruined because of this, so don't make the Colts mistakes again. Protect Zach Wilson and see what you have.
1: That's fair. I'd like to pick number five, the other New York team, the New York Giants. The G-Men, who are they taking?
0: The New York Giants select Ikem Kwanwu, guard, NC State. People love him as a tackle. I don't know if he's long enough to be a tackle. Like, he's kind of short. He could do it. He could be an okay tackle. I think he's automi- He's almost immediately an all-pro guard. He's more athletic than Quentin Nelson. Than Quentin he's not quite as powerful, but he's not far off. I think he could be an excellent addition to this offensive line. He could open up holes for Saquon. I really like this pick. And if Andrew Thomas gets hurt, he could he could fit fill in for tackle. Like he can do things. You could test it out. I think the Giants are a better team with Icky in their offensive
1: line. All right, I don't mind that. Too. Uh Daniel Jeremiah of uh NFL Network said, "Worst case scenario, Icky." slides inside to the anterior offensive line, and becomes a, a pro Bowl, uh guard. So very much aligned with you.
0: And you have to pay Danny Dimes next season. This guy fumbles all the time. Maybe if he stopped getting hit, he wouldn't fumble as much. Saquon might look better. This fixes a lot of their issues.
1: I'm with you on the Danny Dimes piece. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. With the number six pick, the Carolina Panthers are on the clock.
0: The Carolina Panthers are not taking this pick. I have a trade here. My first trade of the mock drafts. The Green Bay Packers are trading with Carolina. Carolina, Carolina is getting back pick 22, pick 53, and next year's first round pick for pick six. Carolina had no second or third round picks. This helps them recoup some of those for the Sam Darnold debacle and puts them in a position to get a quarterback next season. Or later in this draft, who knows?
1: So, you are of the mind that they're not going to trade for Baker Mayfield, I imagine?
0: I'm of the mind they could trade for Baker Mayfield and give up a six-round pick to get him. And not give up any real draft capital at all.
1: Okay. I I think what I'll say more in the sense of not in terms of trading a, a, a high uh, draft pick for Baker Mayfield, but still feeling a need to trade for Baker Mayfield um, Sam after Tom. trading out of the number six.
0: Sam Darnold is bad. Getting another quarterback other than him would probably be a good idea. I am not sure the Carolina staff will be there after this season. So I'm not sure if I was the owner, I would let them take a quarterback here to try and buy themselves more time. I might shut that down and say, trade for Baker, and we'll figure it out later. Win with him, and we'll talk next year. That's what I would do if I was the owner. (laughs) I would not let them take... Kenny Pickett or some nonsense at six and then have the next general manager want him fired. Like, I don't want to do that.
1: And, and Matt rule is gone after this year, right? Like if they don't make the playoffs, he's gone.
0: There was talk he was going to be gone this year and that it was partly his choice. So I could see temper being sick of this nonsense and getting rid of him like midway through this season. I
1: could see that happening. Okay. So with that being said, the green Bay Packers are on the clock after making that trade. Who do the Packers take with the number six overall pick?
0: The Green Bay Packers select Drake London, wide receiver, USC. I think that he is the, I'm not sure he's the best running back, sorry, the best receiver in this draft, but he is kind of checks all the boxes. He has decent speed. He's a gigantic body at 6'5". Rogers likes throwing like Hale Rogers. This guy goes and gets the ball. I think a bunch of teams are going to be trading up or wanting to select receivers in the next few picks. Green Bay had to get ahead of those guys to get the one they wanted. This is the best fit for that offense. He can come in right now and catch 80 balls for you. Run 12 yards, turn around, jump. He could do that. Packers have nothing. I think this is a really good pick for the Packers. They cost him a first-round pick next year, but they don't use first-round picks any- well anyway, so who cares? take the receiver and get Rodgers the help he needs.
1: I like the moxie coop. When you told me that Green Bay was... Um, moving up to number six. I had a feeling it was going to be Drake London. Um, once, once you said that.
0: I think it makes the most sense for their offense. Like he is kind of the guy that can play. I have very little concern about him playing right away and Garrett Wilson might be a better receiver. That's possible, but he's not six five. You can't teach six five. That helps. Devontae Adams, when he came out in the draft was a second or third round pick. No one thought he would be this. I'm not saying Rodgers made him what he is. But he for sure helped. And he didn't have the physical gifts that Drake London does. So I'm just saying there's upside here with Drake London over what other guys have in this class.
1: Okay. Shaking things up.
0: Sorry, I really thought about them taking Malik Willis as well. Packers. I thought that'd be really funny. Just to ruin Aaron (laughs) Rodgers' life. I really considered it.
1: Because you're a troll, that's why.
0: 100%. All
1: right. With the number seven pick the New York Giants. So,
0: so at number so at number five, I had them taking Iki Ekwanu, the guard from North Carolina State. At number seven, Charles Cross, tackle, Mississippi State. I don't love Charles Cross this high usually. He's the third best tackle in this class. He has high upside. The offensive line in New York is a joke. Danny Dimes needs protection. You go from having a really bad offensive line to a potentially all like a you're gonna have three guys picked in the top seven. That has the chance to be one of the best offensive lines in the league. Saquon will have holes now. Danny Dimes might not fumble. You'll see how good he is. I need to make a decision on Daniel Dimes, and I can't do that without knowing what he could be. After these picks, you're going to know what he is. And if he's not the guy, you have three great offensive linemen for the next quarterback you bring in as a rookie next season, and he won't struggle like other guys would.
1: Okay. Two picks in the top seven from the Giants, and uh, they take uh, guys on the offensive line. Very interesting. All right. The Atlanta Falcons. The Dirty Birds are on the clock with the number eight pick. Who's Atlanta taking?
0: The Atlanta Falcons are not making this pick. I have another trade here.
1: Trade!
0: Atlanta has traded with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh gives up pick 20 and next year's first round pick the eighth pick overall. Pittsburgh had to get ahead ahead of Seattle. They had to get ahead of Houston. There's some teams coming up here that could take a quarterback. So Pittsburgh is on the clock, and they're taking Malik Willis, the quarterback from Liberty. There's been rumors that Tomlin loves him. I We talked about this quite a bit on yesterday's show, but I think Malik Willis has the highest ceiling of any of these quarterbacks. They took a they took a running back in the first round last year because they want to establish the running game. Najee Harris and Malik Willis would be a nightmare to defend. Either guy could run for 200 yards. Like, it's crazy how good they both could be. Trubisky can start for a year or two if you want to. Malik can sit on the bench, learn. Tomlin is a great coach, a great teacher. And then in 2024... 2023, he takes over, and the sky is the limit. The Roonies have, they're probably the most patient ownership group in the league. No one gets fired. No one gets cut. They will, they're old school. They will allow Malik Willis time to develop. This is the perfect spot for him. I think it's the best pick the Steelers could make for their future
1: going forward. Very interesting. Um, I think a lot of uh, experts see the Steelers going after Malik Willis, but trading up to number eight is not something that I've heard of. At least with Pittsburgh. So that's, that's interesting. And you're right. Malik Willis did go higher than, than I had him yesterday in my model.
0: Yeah, I think Seattle would consider Malik Willis at nine. You had him going to nine, nine right? That is correct. So, so you're Pittsburgh. You want Malik Willis. You have to go, get ahead to get him. You have to get ahead of Seattle. Carolina did, did not take him. You so had a chance at eight. If he's the future and he's a guy you believe in, get it done and I think Tomlin believes in him, and I think he will be successful there. That's the best place he could go for his career, and I'm rooting for Malik Willis, so I want him to have a long career. It's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, that's true. And Atlanta is not in a position to be good this season. More picks next season. They're going to be bad. If they're the third worst team this year, having that pick from Pittsburgh, then maybe he could get the first pick. Get C.J. Stroud, get Bryce Young. They have a chance to get an elite quarterback next season and start their clock. I think this is the best situation for everybody involved.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense. I like it. Um, So the Seattle Seahawks are next with the number nine pick. Who do you have Seattle selecting?
0: Seattle takes Trayvon Walker, defensive end, Georgia. People have Trayvon going first. I don't see that. He's a crazy athlete. He is dominant against the run he does not have much of a pass rush move yet but he wasn't really asked to do that he could be better than what i have he could be worth better than the ninth pick i kind of see him like michael bennett who fit in that seattle offense defense for years rush from inside rush from outside he's 275 right now he could beef up to 290 and play like interior a little bit i think that that's the best place for him and i think he would thrive in this uh seattle defense
1: Very Interesting. I haven't seen Trayvon Walker slip this low in quite some time. So it's poop shaking things up. All right. With the number 10 pick, <laughs> the New York Jets are on the clock. Who are they taking again for the second time this round?
0: So originally, I had this as a trade for Debo Samuel. I had the Jets trading with San Francisco. Then I thought about it. And I was like, I don't want to give Debo $22 million a year. Plus the first round pick. Plus the second round pick. I don't want to do that. Definitely not. The Jets are taking the fastest receiver in this class, Jamison Williams. Wide receiver, Alabama. He's coming off an ACL injury. Those aren't the same thing they used to be. Before, that was a year and a half injury. Now it's like seven months. He's already working out. He got hurt in January. Zach Wilson was drafted second overall because he has a gigantic arm. How would you have a guy that can run faster than everybody else in the league besides Tyreek Hill? He's probably the second fastest guy in the league now. Make this the new Tyreek and Mahomes, Wilson and Williams. I think that's the best situation for the Jets. You have to find out if Zach Wilson is the guy. He didn't have much last year. Give him something this year. Let's see what he is.
1: Hey, man, that's, that's interesting. And um, them having Evan Neal is very interesting. No excuses. I,
0: yeah, and they had the good running back last year, Michael Carter, was good. If Becton plays, Beckton and Neal will protect Zach Wilson and give him time to throw deep. Beckton as a rookie, if you remember, was just mauling fence. Running them over. He was destroying people. Hitman Neal would be crazy. They could give Zach Wilson like three and a half seconds to throw. Williams could get down the field 70 yards and see what happens. So this is a really fun pick. Elijah yeah. Moore over the slot. Corey, Corey, what? Davis. Yeah, Corey Davis kind of in the middle. Like that's a really fun offense. And I think Zach Wilson could be really fun with that. Really good.
1: Yeah, it's a really dynamic, uh, passing attack for sure. And, and great protection for Zach, uh, Zach Wilson. So, okay. All right. Pretty good. Number 11.
0: That pretty good sounded sarcastic. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> no, no it's genuine. Uh, the Washington Commanders, your favorite team name, uh, with the number 11 pick, they're on the clock. Who are they selecting this year? Washington is taking Derek Stingley Jr.,
0: cornerback, LSU. He was better in previous seasons, like I said, but he has all the tools to be an elite corner. He, he tested out pretty well. But if he hits, he will be a top five corner. He has that kind of upside. Huge potential. I think it's a decently high bust rate. Washington is known for busts. Also, having this guy pick off Carson Wentz eight times in pre in preseason is probably good. They'll, they'll know to get that clown out of there and figure something else out of quarterback. This is a win for everybody.
1: <laughs> well, I love this pick because uh, I had... Derek Stilling also going to Washington. And I'm glad that someone finally sees it because, um, after I did my mock, I just wanted to have a little fun and I looked at some mocks I hadn't before. And, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of the, uh, pundits were, or were seeing Washington taking a, a receiver. Um, so I'm glad that someone finally saw that there was a hole there in the secondary for Washington.
0: There's always a hole in the secondary for every team. Dallas wants to throw. The Giants probably want to throw a little bit. Philly wants to throw. They keep drafting receivers. Like, the new NFL is wide receiver-based. You have to have guys that can shut that down. That's what you have to do these days. It's what you have
1: to do. Good point, man. All right. Number 12. The Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. Who are they selecting with the number 12 pick? Minnesota
0: is selecting Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. I thought really hard about giving them a corner, but Kyle Hamilton is kind of the future of the safety position. He can play slot corner a little bit, he can kind of do everything, he's just a hybrid defender. He's kind of like a weapon on defense. Harrison Smith is really good still, but he's over 30 years old. How much longer will he stay good? This probably gives Minnesota the best safety duo in the league. Division that wants to pass with Aaron Rodgers, you have guys to stop that. I think Kyle Hamilton is one of the best players in this draft. If he w- if he didn't play safety, he'd probably go top five. So it's good value here, and I think Minnesota will use him in a really interesting way. I like the fit.
1: Very interesting. And I like that you were trying to make that secondary more dominant, even though they already have Harrison Smith. So uh, I like Kyle Hamilton a lot, and I uh, had him going uh, just one pick after you. So good pick.
0: So just really quick, how I did this mock draft is I went through every team's roster, who their free agents are next season, who who they can cut next season to save money, who's coming up for a new contract, who's old. And I think Minnesota has a need in the, in the back end that you wouldn't think about right away, but they got to plan ahead. The draft they plan for 5 5 years. Like when I look at a team I'm like, "Oh, they need a receiver right now." But they might need two defensive ends next year. And they draft those guys now to to prepare for that. So I think that's why I did this
1: here. Good point. Good rationale. Um, You're finally thinking, Coop. All right. How dare you? How (laughs) dare you? (laughs) Houston's on the clock with the number 13 overall pick. Who are they selecting?
0: Houston is taking Jermaine Jermaine Johnson, defensive end, Florida State. Freak athletes. Houston needs help everywhere. I gave a Sauce Gardner with a third pick. Now they get a, a, a hopefully foundational defensive end as well. You play multiple fronts. This guy is what he's doing very well. Lovey Smith is going to love having him as a weapon. He has all the traits to be an elite guy against the run and get sacks. I love this fit for Houston. He'll be tormenting guys for a long time. I think they're going to go through two defensive picks this year. I think that's their plan in Houston.
1: All right, that's uh that's interesting. I like the pick. I had him much later in my mock. Going to the Chiefs at number twenty-nine, but I've certainly seen a lot of mocks where he's gone in the top uh, ten. So it's all
0: I start so when I finished this mock, I started looking at other mocks because I didn't want to be influenced. I saw him to Atlanta at eight a lot. Yeah, like
1: that
0: was really common, and I think that's possible. But I had Atlanta trading out, so this made more sense for my mock.
1: Yeah, and and I think. The that we're looking at afterwards are also, you know, intel that these guys are being given and where they where think players are going to go. But we're doing what teams should do. So it's a little different um, mindset. Okay, so uh, number 14, the Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. Who is Baltimore taking?
0: Baltimore is taking Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia. He's basically the more athletic version of Haloni Nada. Unmovable in the run game. He has. Maybe the craziest of athletic numbers in Combine history, which tells me he could probably rush the, rush the passer a little bit if given give it a chance. He ran a 40 in 4.78 seconds. You know how insane that is, Webb? It's 345 pounds. This, is, this makes no sense physically. That's quick. He can get sacks, and until you develop that, he can play on first and second down against the run, and Baltimore's going to have one of the best run defenses in the league. Immediately, he becomes that guy.
1: Seems like a Baltimore pick.
0: It really does, right? Like, it's, this is the kind of guy they would take for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just, he, I can see him in the Ravens purple.
0: Looks good. He looks good in that purple. You're right.
1: Yeah. Good pick. In a uh,
0: 6XL like jersey. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. So, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock, uh, with the number 15 pick. Who are the Eagles taking?
0: Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. He might be the best receiver, the most complete receiver in this draft. I kind of wanted a big body receiver to pair with Devontae Smith, but there wasn't really a choice here. Wilson can do everything Devontae Smith can do. He'll be a nightmare for other corners. I think you need to give Jalen Hurts as many guys as possible that can catch the football that are fast. I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts being the guy, but if you give him these two guys and he's not the guy, at least you know. And I think Garrett Wilson, I'm trying to think who he could be like is uh the number one receiver in Seattle. EK? The other guy.
1: Or, or Lockett.
0: Tyler Lockett, that's the one. Like could he beat Tyler Lockett? I think he could. That would be great. Yeah.
1: That'd be great for Philly. They're they're not far from being a contender, in my opinion. They're very close.
0: Exactly. Philly has all the tools. They have a good defense. They brought Fletcher Cox back on a cheaper deal. Good offensive line. They have pieces. They need a little bit more help, and they can be on their way.
1: Good pick. I've seen uh, the Eagles take it. Well, they have two picks uh, in the first round in the top 18. Um, And I've seen some mocks where they're taking a receiver. I don't remember if it was Garrett Wilson. Um, Might not have been, but, you know, the same position, same sort of uh, intention. So interesting pick. Thank you. All right. Who that New Orleans Saints are on the clock with the number 16 pick. Who are the Saints taking? I know you love that poop. This
0: is the same pick you had, and I was mad when you said it yesterday. Yeah, right. Trevor, Pe- Trevor Penning, tackle Northern Iowa. They need a left tackle in the worst way. They treated a first round pick next year to get this pick. Penning is a gigantic man, great athlete, the best run blocker in PFF history. Get a ninety nine point nine grade. New Orleans loves to run the ball in weird formations. Get Alvin Kamara on the outside. Him and Ramchak together could be powerful bookends. I I think New Orleans probably trades picks sixteen and nineteen up to get to like number five for a quarterback. But I would not do that. I would take Penning and see what I have with Jameis this season.
1: I agree. Um, see what you have with Jameis. You signed him to a two year deal, twenty eight million dollars. Do you, is there a receiver? Sorry, is there a quarter? Back in this draft, who's going to be um, better than Jameis out the gate? Maybe one. Maybe, maybe
0: but I yeah. I always like Jameis, man. I've always been on team Jameis. I wanted him over Carson once last year for the Colts. <laughs> he tore his ACL, but again, it's not a full year injury anymore. He's a quarterback who didn't run much before. He got his eyes fixed. I think Jameis could be really good. Really, I still believe in him. I think he's going to be good still.
1: Yeah, I think there's hope still. Still, he's still young. He was the
0: number one pick in 2015, I think, right? Like six years ago. Well,
1: not long ago. It was uh, him and Mariota. Yeah. So that did not work out well. (laughs) Yeah, no, it didn't. All right. Next, we have the L.A. Chargers, a team that you're very high on this year with the number 17 overall pick. Who are the Bolts taking?
0: The Bolts are furious because they wanted Trevor Penning. At right tackle. He is gone, so they are taking Zion Johnson, guard Boston College. I have Zion as the best interior defender in this draft. I think he's super clean. You can put him at right guard for the next eight years and be totally happy, or left guard and be totally happy. They have Corey Lindsay at center. Austin Eckler is kind of a weapon. I'd like to have them give them a more traditional running back, not someone that one that catches passes all the time. And having a good running game really helps the quarterback, and not getting hit helps the quarterback. Justin Herbert's already elite with a great offensive line, he could he could be the next Mahomes. Like on that tier. I think Zion helps him get there.
1: Alright. So I thought I was um a little high on Zion. A little bit. Like you have him in the middle of the first round. Good fit, I think. Um and you gave some good reasons as to why you have him there. And it's certainly a need for the Chargers. So I actually like the pick. I think it'll work out.
0: Every year we see a guard taken way earlier than we think. A guard or a center because interior offensive line is super important now. People are realizing that. Yeah. And like Quentin Nelson, the Colts went from having one of the worst offensive lines to an elite offensive line overnight. Just adding a guard. He makes everything better. And Zion isn't Quentin Nelson, but he's really good. It'll
1: help. I agree. All right. So the Philadelphia Eagles are back on the clock with the number 18 overall pick. Who are they taking for the second time this uh, round?
0: They're taking Trent McDuffie, cornerback, Washington. I think, again, like Zion, he's one of the safest players in this class. I think Philadelphia needs a corner really badly. Darius Slay is my boy, but let's be honest, like they could use another boy. They could use another guy. <laughs> they need some more. It's
1: so, Coop, we actually overlap with four players in this round.
0: So, you took Trent McDuffie at pick 15. I took him at pick 18.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, same team. I see it as the same thing. You got him later, but you got him within a few picks of each other. I count that.
0: I got one. him with a better value, so it's a much better pick when I did it. Actually, well,
1: anyone can fudge the mock draft.
0: Sure, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But I so I had this mock done before yours. We did not. I did not steal your pick, Web. I am not you like last year when I went first and you stole ten of my picks. This is not what happened.
1: That did, that never happened. Stop it.
0: <laughs> Who's fudging data now? Let's go.
1: All right. Uh, The number 19 overall pick is, again, New Orleans. Who are the Saints taking at 19 overall?
0: The Saints are taking one of my favorite players in this class, Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. He is so unique. He has the best long speed maybe in his class. When he starts going, no one's catching him. He's a great gadget guy. If Taysom Hill's the quarterback, you're going to have gadget plays, and he fits the guy doing gadget plays so well. He didn't really run routes at Arkansas. He wasn't asked to. I think they can develop him using short screens really quick, just having him go. Giving Jameis this win, this weapon, I think, makes a lot of sense for what New Orleans is trying to build. Fairline Burks, I think, makes a lot of sense for this team.
1: Like a pick. All right. With the number 20 overall pick, Pittsburgh Steelers have traded So Atlanta, as we discussed earlier, so the Atlanta Falcons are actually on the uh, the clock. Who is Atlanta taking?
0: Atlanta is taking George Carflatis, defensive end from Purdue. I think this guy is a really good player. Atlanta has needs everywhere. I'm not sure he will ever be like the best sack guy in the league. He reminds me a lot of Ryan Kerrigan. They're similar type guys. They went to the same school. Kerrigan's a little taller, but they're similarly built. Kerrigan's the all-time leader in, wa- in sacks for Washington. Getting a foundational piece that's good against the run, good against the pass, I think it makes a lot of sense for Atlanta. Help the rebuild. It this makes a lot of sense. He's a really try-hard player. I think it makes a lot of sense to help Atlanta build
1: a defense in the future. Where is Kerrigan now?
0: I think he's out of the league. I think.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Good.
0: Washington let him go. But I don't think he signed anywhere. Or if he did, he was gone like, pretty quickly.
1: I remember him signing somewhere. Not important at all. I thought I remember him signing somewhere, at least last year. Uh, yeah, you're right. He was not, he was not signed this year. He was on Philly last year. Do
0: not okay. remember him there at all? No one does. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> all right. Your favorite teams up next with the 21st pick overall, uh, the New England Patriots. Whose life are they going to ruin at number 21?
0: They're taking the best rated punter in this class. I don't know his name, but they're taking a punter.
1: Good, I like it. Next. Exactly. <laughs> <I'm
0: joking. laughs> They're taking Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. Uh, New England has a bunch of receivers, but they have no one with speed. Olave ran a 4 three forty at the Combine. He's electric. He can grow with Mac Jones. He is basically the exact fit of what New England wants. And if the league lets them do this, I will be furious. I hope Olave has long gone at this point. He was available for New England, so I had to do it, and I felt dirty doing it. Your fault, Coop. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a great pick. And it's certainly a, a position need. Um, yeah. New England has been hit or miss with their picks, but they usually have some good, some guys coming out of it that are like pro bowlers, all pro guys. Uh, particularly on uh, the O line,
0: but not early. Their first and second round picks are always awful. Yeah, and like the round six and seven guys are always dominant. It makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: They punt the first, uh, the early round picks for some reason.
0: You got to find a guy that plays the cross. They're taking him. Find a small white receiver. They're taking him. Yeah. And they're going to figure it out and dominate somehow. It makes no sense.
1: And take someone in uh, D three in the D three.
0: The fact that Hunter Renfro isn't on the Patriots, I think is the biggest crime in the NFL right now. It's ludicrous. He's not there.
1: <laughs> All right. Number 22, the Green Bay Packers have traded with the Carolina Panthers, as we previously discussed. So who, who are the Carolina Panthers uh, selecting at number 22?
0: Carolina has a lot of holes. I think this coach is going to get fired. They gave Christian McCaffrey a lot of money. Sam Darnold mostly sucks. They need someone to help Sam Darnold a little bit and someone to open holes for McCaffrey. So they're getting Tyler Lindenbaum, Center, Iowa. He's a great athlete. I wish he was a little bigger, but he can play center right away. This helps Darnold. This helps McCaffrey. I don't think there's one thing Carolina could do to become a great team next year, but this should help him be a little better and hopefully Darnold doesn't get hurt. Hopefully you figure out what's going on there.
1: This is an interesting team because I remember two years ago, they really defensive heavy um, with their picks and it hasn't worked out for them. And then they tried to swing on Sam Darnold last year and didn't work out for them. So I don't know where this team is going to, um, how they're going to finish this year. So I like that they're you know, shoring off their O-line. Um, I think they have a good foundation in place once they find their quarterback. I like this pick a lot.
0: They have good corners. They have good receivers. They have they a, have a very, running back. They have a good yeah. team. It's like pretty good. It's like there's people everywhere.
1: They have pieces. They have some good pieces on the D-line too. Brian Burns and Derek Brown.
0: For them being so bad, they have a lot of good players, right? Like it's kind of weird. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully John can develop and make you look kind of smart, not stupid like last year. <laughs> but I have my doubts.
1: <laughs> <dads. laughs> yeah. Me too um okay so 23rd overall pick is with the arizona cardinals who are they going to select
0: they're taking kenyon green guard texas a&m kyler wears down every season in november december and january they need protection he needs to get hit less he needs to run less he's played everywhere on the offensive line he could fill in a tackle right guard left guard right tackle he's done everything in college so i think you start him out at tackle at guard Someone gets hurt, he can fill in, and your line won't be decimated. But Kyler cannot keep getting hit like this. Every year in September and October, he looks like the NFL player of the year. Then every year in December and January, he's awful. they got to figure this out.
1: Interesting because, uh, and I like that pick, it's interesting because uh, Kyler Murray has steadily improved every year, and so has the team. But that's like on the whole. You sort of dissect the, the stats and his performance. Like you said, there's a trend in the second half of the season that is uh, not favorable for Kyler.
0: He's a little guy, obviously. And I know they played the Rams in the playoff last year. Have you ever seen a worse game from an elite quarterback than the Rams game versus Kyler Murray last season?
1: Not in the recent years. It was bad. It was really bad.
0: He was so awful. He did a Carson Wentz interception. Like he did the same thing. And then the next day on PTI, Mike Wilbon called it a Carson Wentz. <laughs> and I was like, Jim Ursay is not standing for this. This is beautiful. He's got to get out of here. <laughs>
1: yeah, and he was gone. Immediately, it was beautiful. So thank you, <laughs> Kyler. Thank you for that, Kyler. You helped me out. <laughs> All right. Kenyon Green. Big... Ken Young Green, Sorry, 30,
0: 20, He's 325, 6'4". Big man. Moves really well. Very powerful. I really like this fit. I think Kenyon Green is going to go a lot earlier than
1: we think he is. You could be right. Um... Receivers are a high commodity, and like you said, the interior offensive lines are are a high commodity as well. So, there's a chance. I like the fit. It's a big pick coming up. A lot of people will be listening to this one. Cowboy Nation, the 24th pick overall. Who is Dallas select?
0: Dallas isn't this smart, so they won't do this, but this is who they should take. Nekobe Dean, linebacker, Georgia. They drafted Micah Parsons last year. He was one of the most dominant pass rushers in the league. Not a great linebacker. Have him rush the pasture. Have N'Kobe Dean be your field general. He is the best linebacker in this class. I think he's the best pure linebacker in last year's class. He dominated the national championship game. He dominated all season. On a team full of athletic freaks, he was the best player. He's 5'11", ran slow. I don't care. He is a great football player. He will make your team better. Ray Lewis was small, too. There's guys that have been small that have been dominant. N'Kobe Dean... Will be an elite player in the NFL. I am sure of this.
1: Okay, I actually like this pick, and it's funny because I was actually considering briefly uh, selecting Nicole Kobe when I was doing my mock. I think I think it'd be great, and, and and maybe people are overlooking him because of the Michael Parsons pick last year. But um, you know, let the rich get richer.
0: If you look at their linebackers, it's Layton Vanderash. Who can never stay healthy.
1: Yeah, I think they brought him back on like a one-year deal, right?
0: Exactly, yeah. I think they brought him back for one year. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. He got very limited money. Kobe Dean makes them a different team. He, starts, he shuts stuff down. Jalen Hurts will have less running room against him. Like, he does so much for your team. Teams passing on him will look stupid in three years. he will be like, wait, he's the best linebacker in football and no one took him? Why didn't they do this? Well, he didn't test great at the Combine. But did you watch the games? Cause he was great in the games. Maybe we should rely on the best player, on the best defense, and the best team in college football. Let's go with that guy to succeed. Cause he's going to succeed.
1: Yeah. It sounds foolproof to me.
0: Sometimes they overthink these things. It's so stupid. Oh, he's six two. He's not six three. I'm out. What? You're stupid. You're a very stupid person if you did like this.
1: You have a point. All right. Um, this is also a big pick coming up at 25. Bill's Mafia is going to be listening to this one. Who do the Buffalo Bills select at number 25 and remember where we live? <laughs> the
0: Buffalo Bills select Kenny Pickett, quarterback, Pittsburgh. That how has to be a would, joke. How mad would Buffalo be? How mad would they be at that? Riots. We call that the Jordan Love pick. Who's at 26 as well, I believe, or 25 as well. Buffalo actually takes Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback. Clemson, great athlete. He has the tools to be an all-time... Not an all-time. He has the tools to be a great cornerback. He's got to figure some things out. He can learn. He, he can. This is the best spot for him, being a number two corner behind White. Let him develop. I think all the tools are there. Buffalo doesn't have many needs. I know you gave them Brees Hall, a running back, right? I
1: did. Yeah, I did.
0: I have a policy of never taking a running back in round one. And I broke that for Saquon, and look how dumb I look. So I'm never doing it again. I don't care how good the running back is. I'm never doing it again.
1: <laughs> my, my thing was exactly what you said. Buffalo was, uh, has a, has a, has a good team. I think they need some firepower, uh, on, on offense if they're going to be battling the Chiefs or the Bengals, um, or the Chargers or, you know, uh, a number of teams. Um, so I think they need that, that, explosiveness in the backfield. That's why I went with uh, Brees Hall. But I think their secondary is is, is a little dinged after um, uh, Levi Wallace went to Pittsburgh and uh, Tredavious White uh, tore his knee. So
0: so I am not certain that Brees Hall won't be there in round two for them. Based on talent, he shouldn't be. But Jonathan Taylor shouldn't have been there at 42 years ago. Running backs always fall. I'm not sure how fall they, far they fall, but they always fall. I would rather take the better player at a better position in round one and see what happens in round two and get my running back then. I what I would do is if I was the general manager here.
1: Do you think there's any chance Booth is still there in round two?
0: With his physical traits, I highly doubt it. Like maybe i pick like 35-40, but I don't see him making it to Buffalo's second round pick.
1: All right, fair enough. Tennessee is on the clock at number 26. Who are the Titans taking?
0: The Titans are taking Devin Lloyd. Linebacker, Utah. Tennessee has a good defense, but I could see Mike Vrabel falling in love with Lloyd. Vrabel played linebacker. Lloyd has all the physical attributes in the world. He's probably one of the top 15 players in this draft, but linebackers are just valued less as of now. They don't go that high anymore. This is going to be a steal for Tennessee. I think he's going to be successful there for a long time.
1: I had Devin Lloyd going at number 12, so I definitely see it as a steal. And it's funny that I had, <laughs> I had, uh, Dean going here in my mock. So we both thought of, uh, linebacker for Tennessee. I thought Tennessee was a really difficult team to figure out what, you know, where they could go in the first round.
0: Yeah. I was looking at their roster. They have good receivers in AJ Brown, hopefully Robert Woods. I'm not sure they take a number three receiver there.
1: I was considering it because I, I don't thought know so how, too. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know how Woods, I don't know how Woods would be like, you know, the ACL is not what it was. Like, like we said, but, um, still.
0: I thought about tackle, but they took a right tackle in the second round last year. I thought about corners, but they have drafted corners recently. They have good safeties already. David Long Jr., I think they could improve there. And that's where Devin Lloyd fits right in, takes over and is dominant.
1: Yeah, it's all yeah. Okay. Number 27. Your favorite, your second favorite team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. Just a couple months removed from Brady re- retiring and then unretiring. Who do the Bucks take? at number 27
0: this made me so mad because it's such a perfect fit for them Devonte wyatt defensive tackle georgia elite athlete just like all the georgia defenders he can play beside vita vea and attack quarterbacks he's pro- he might be the best interior rusher in this draft class Tampa doesn't have too many holes he fits right in they become maybe the best defensive line in football overnight and they were already one of the best they become even the rich get richer again
1: that's a good pick i had him going a little earlier to the cardinals because i thought the the need in arizona was greater the bucks getting him getting Devonte Wyatt is just not fair and they've been really uh on point with their drafts
0: i i thought about a receiver because i forgot they signed russell gage but they gave him a decent contract i was like yeah they have a third guy already so they don't have a lot of holds it took a, r- a pass rusher last year who was like the number three guy. He's not even going to start for them yet. So I think this makes a lot of whole a lot of sense. They build for the future there really well. The general manager plans steps ahead. I genuinely thought about Kenny Pickett here or Desmond Ritter, learn behind Brady, figure things out if he retires again. But Devontae Wye is just too good. I couldn't pass it up.
1: That's good. That's good pick. Alright, the Green Bay Packers are on the clock. Um, again for the second time this round, number twenty-eight overall. Who are the Packers taking?
0: At pick six, I had them taking the wide receiver, Drake London. Pick twenty-eight, they're taking wide receiver, Jahan Dotson, Penn State. Before this draft, Green Bay had the worst wide receiver situation in the league. It wasn't even they had Sammy Watkins, who hasn't been good in seven years. He is the perfect complement to Drake London. Jahan Dotson's five eleven amazing hand strength. He catches every ball. He snatches it in the air. Great body control. He is really fun to watch. If he was 6'2", he's probably better than Devontae. Sorry, he's probably going higher than Gary Wilson. All the tools are there. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to love throwing to him, and he can start in the slot immediately and be a really good receiver for them right away.
1: Wow. Two receivers in the first round. That, to me, is insane.
0: They haven't taken one in 15 years. I'm giving him two.
1: Let's, fig- let's fix that hole. Let's figure it out. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. I don't hate the player. It's a, it's, it's interesting. Okay.
0: Who is their right. number two receiver? Who is their number two receiver right now?
1: So we have Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb. Is Alan Lazard still on the Green Bay?
0: He is. Yes, he is. So
1: I guess those are the, the top three right now. Not very good. It's one of the worst receiving cores in the league.
0: Are any of those guys a number two receiver on a good team? No. Exactly. You need a number one and number two receiver, and you don't have it. Now you do.
1: Do you have to, to fix that in the first round, though? Both of those.
0: Yes. You traded your second round pick, one of them, to get up to number six. So one of those picks has gone in round two. I really like Jahan Dotson. I mean, I don't see a negative to doing this because Green Bay is a pretty complete team. But they're not awful. They have a really strong defense. They've got a good defensive line. They have good linebackers. They have good corners. The offensive line is pretty good. They could use some upgrade there, but I didn't love any of these picks. I think Jahan Dotson makes them the best team they could be this season. Rodgers doesn't have many left. Like You don't have that much time to develop a guy. You have to get them in now so they can start working. Yeah.
1: All right. That's interesting, Coop. Very interesting. Unconventional. That's what I'm known for,
0: baby. It's what I'm known for, baby. I'm making my moves.
1: Crazy talk here. Um, <laughs> all right. So at number 29, the Chiefs are on the clock. Who is Kansas City? Uh,
0: kansas city is taking david ojabo defensive end michigan he was a top 15 prospect before suffering a torn a ruptured achilles during his pro day i think kansas city can afford for him to wait a season they have frank clark they're probably going to move on from him after this season ojabo will be back next year get top 15 talent on a cheap rookie contract for the next four seasons to grow with Patrick Mahomes. I think this is the kind of pick that the Chiefs would make. It makes a lot of sense because the upside is the upside is huge here with the Java.
1: So I guess we see it differently. I think I I, I think that's a an interesting pick. But I, I like how you said the Chiefs can afford to let him rest. I'm not hiring the Chiefs this year. I think they will be less than um the Chiefs standard. So
0: that, that's possible, but Without Tyree Hill, that's possible. But Patrick Mahomes isn't going anywhere. You got him forever. So you can afford to have this guy wait a year. Maybe you take a step back this year with losing Tyreek Hill anyway. Take a step back, rebuild this season, and then in 2024, 2023, you're dominant again. I can see that happening. Yeah,
1: that's not. I guess it's not a bad plan, particularly when they have another pick right after. Um Okay, so that was number 29. Who are the Chiefs taking with the number 30? Uh, pick overall
0: also sorry really quick on Ojabo. i just need some other general manager to be stupid enough to take someone else with a blown achilles like the colts do every year i need someone else to live through my health so i think the chiefs are a perfect spot for that <laughs> okay at pick 30 i gave the chiefs george pickens wide receiver georgia 6-3 super fast came back from an acl tear only played two games in the regular season in the championship game. He has some of the strongest hands in the dry, in the class. He doesn't drop balls. Great catching radius. Huge body. I'm not sure he'll be ready to play right away. You he might, he, he might need some time to develop. There were some maturity questions with him. But I think playing with Patrick Mahomes and a wide receiver, they realized they can make $100 million because he's going to make you look so good. And with Pickens, he has all the physical tools to be an elite receiver in this league. Super fast. Big strong guy. I think he's going to look really good in that Kansas City uniform.
1: Pick, man. I think. I uh, think. I think a lot of experts and 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 you know even myself like looking at the mock think that the Chiefs should um, address the receiving core with one of these picks.
0: Yeah, they lost Tyreek and they didn't have a good receiver before that. McCall like, Hardman's very average. They have Kelsey, who doesn't really play tight end as a receiver. But besides that, who do they have? It's really weak there.
1: According to you, they have. MVS and Judas fish sister.
0: I mean, I said that to hurt your mock draft, but for mine, they need this. Like they need this for sure.
1: Of course. Okay. So 31st overall pick, the losers in the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals, are on the clock. Who are they That's picking? just rude.
0: That is really rude. That is uncalled for. That is uncalled for. Joe Burrow did his best, okay? He tried real hard.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still acknowledge that they made it to the Super Bowl. They just lost. Someone had to lose. It wasn't my team. But someone has you. Fair.
0: Did you see what your team put out today? The video?
1: Yeah, it's like a documentary. Um I saw like a brief thing. Um or some sort of some sort of uh, video or something.
0: It is not a documentary, it's a three minute video preparing them for the draft. Dennis Quaid is in it. Uh Tyrese is in it for some reason. Oh. And then a bunch of Rams players are in it. It's like the Fast and the Furious. They do a Fast and the Furious thing, like a commercial for three minutes. It is wild.
1: That sounds pretty good.
0: I bet it cost them $25 million to make. Yeah, that's
1: pretty good. I'm going to check that out. I know I saw something come up on my phone, but I didn't look at it. Uh, yeah. So.
0: Aaron Donald, it was really fun. Like, I really liked the video. They did a great job on it.
1: That's what you do when you don't lose in the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals, I picked 31, picking Tyler Smith. Tackle guard from Tulsa. He needs time to develop. To mauler in the run game. To play guard or tackle. Cincinnati did a lot to shore up their offensive line this offseason. But Lale Collins was cut for a reason in Dallas. They have older guards. I think this is more of a sure thing. It's insurance. Let him develop for a, two, a year or two. If Lael gets hurt, he can fill in. If any of the guys they signed get hurt, he can fill in. I just think this makes too much sense. You've seen what your offense is when you have a bad offensive line. Let's see what it is when you have a good offensive line. Or a great offensive line. I I love Tyler Smith. I think you had him going much earlier than this, right?
1: I had him going uh, number 17 to the Chargers.
0: Yeah, so this is great value there. I think he has upside. I like this pick a lot for Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, it's solid. I think uh, Cincinnati continues to address their O-line, even after free agency where they uh, they, uh, had some hits. Uh, you know, all, all the better. I think there are a number of ways they can go, a number of directions they can go with this pick. Um, and so that leads us to the final pick uh, of the first round
0: Super Bowl champion, Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah, Motor City, baby. Uh, who are the Lions taking with the 32nd pick?
0: Lions are taking my boy, the best quarterback in this draft, Desmond Ritter quarterback Cincinnati. My number one I like quarterback. It. I love this kid. I think he's gonna be such a good pro. He processes the field well. He has great scrambling sk- ability. Not the biggest arm, but he doesn't he plays in a dome in Detroit. So he doesn't need to worry about that. Chicago and Green Bay can be tough for him every season, but he has enough arm. He doesn't have a small arm by any means. Natural leader, extremely hard worker. Detroit will love him. They also pick at thirty four, so they have a pick in two picks. But by taking him here, they get an extra year on the contract for the quarterback, so they get a fifth-year option. Jared Goff is not the answer at quarterback, and he's super expensive. After this season, they can cut him with only ten million dollars cap hit. You start the rebuild with Ritter, and you never look back. I think I said for your pod yesterday. I'm not sure Ritter's ever going to be a top ten quarterback, but I think comfortably he'll be in like the 12 to 18 range, and Detroit would kill for that. Like he he makes he makes the throws. He's a leader. The players will love him. Jared Goff is none of these things. And I think Ritter is a great fit there. I think the city will will rally around him. He's going to be a great player in that offense, that system.
1: That's a great pick. And, and, and some of the mocks I have seen, Desmond Ritter and uh, Kenny Pickett going at this point. And at worst, I think you get someone who's better than Jared Goff. So there's really no no downside to to taking him there.
0: And way cheaper. Like that matters for a court. Like maybe you let Goff play this season. I'm almost positive Ritter would beat him up by midseason. I think Ritter's just better than Goff. And I think Detroit. You're better than Goff. It's close. And Detroit, like I'm on, I'm on Brown was really good last year. They signed DJ Chark, who I really like. You have some possibilities here. And I think Ritter is the kind of guy that could play right away if you, if you need him to. And if he's the backup, he won't cause a fuss. He won't be a locker room like cancer. Like He's going to do everything the right way. He came from Cincinnati, which is a small city. Playing in Detroit, he'll feel right at home. I just... Man, I want Ritter to be good so bad. I think this is a great spot for him. This is really going to work out
1: well. There's no one going to the Lions. No, I'm joking. You're um, not
0: wrong. You're not <laughs> wrong at <laughs> all.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think that's a great pick. I like that pick a lot. And
0: I think he just fits the coaching staff not a star not the matt stafford huge arm detroit's a city of hard workers of like lunch pail guys i think Ritter fits into that mold he'll be the hardest worker on the team i just i think he deserves to be a first round pick and i think someone at pick 30 31 32 is going to trade up for a quarterback i'd be shocked if a quarterback wasn't taken at the end of this first round
1: yeah i think i think you have a point there I see that too i think it's a solid Overall draft too.
0: So you asked me yesterday what surprised me. What were your favorite picks or surprises of my draft, Ed?
1: Um Green Bay trading up uh for number six. Not the not not just not the fact that they selected Drake London. That I figured out with the fact that they traded up to number six was a was a huge shot.
0: If they were willing to trade up for Jordan Love and they're not willing to trade up for a receiver how dare you, good to Kunst? What's wrong with you?
1: Yeah, you have a point. Shows what they are, uh, what they find important to them.
0: Yeah, they gave Aaron Rodgers like five hundred million dollars, all guaranteed, and no receivers to throw to. This fixes that problem.
1: Yeah, no, I've, I have no issue. I, I have no issue with that. Uh Trayvon Walker slipping to number nine surprised me. Just based off the talk over the last month or so.
0: You and I have discussed this before. I hate the late risers, the guys who kill the combine and draft workouts and become. All of a sudden, they're the best player. If you look in December at at mock drafts, he's not in the first round in a bunch of them. Like, he just wasn't that kind of player. He killed the pre-draft process, and all of a sudden, he's the best player in the draft? I don't understand how that works.
1: Yeah, that happened in the NBA a number of years ago uh, with Alfred Payton, and he went way higher than he should have.
0: Wasn't he rookie of the year?
1: No, I don't think so. No.
0: He had the worst haircut in basketball history.
1: You... (laughs) He was just, he went to a small school, I think, in Louisiana and shot up the charts after the combine, pre-draft workouts, shot up. But conversely, same thing happened with Damian Lillard. And that obviously worked up, unless you could this year in fantasy be- basketball. That one hurt a little bit, yeah, it was not great.
0: But do you remember Alfred Payton like two years ago and his hair was in front of his eyes? And he just left it there, and he couldn't see anything. And people are like, "Why don't you wear a hairband or something?" He's like, "No, I'm good." And I was just furious at this for
1: so long. Yeah, I I remember like that. Yeah. He, um, Awful. Awful. He was in the twenty. He was in the twenty fourteen draft, which was a loaded draft. He was definitely not rookie of the year because the, <laughs> the same draft as Wiggins and Embiid and, Bede and, and uh, Jabari Parker, Julius all those guys. Okay, I could be wrong, but that's possible. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So, what was your favorite
0: pick I made? What was your favorite one?
1: Um, Favorite pick? It might be Kyle Hamilton. It's, it, it, it's between Kyle Hamilton and Minnesota and Nicole Dean and Dallas.
0: I love both those guys. If I had my big board, they're both probably my top five. I love both those guys so much.
1: Yeah, I, think, I like it because um, on both teams, that position wasn't like a huge need. But there was still an area to, uh, to improve and, and, and you didn't, um, you didn't cave by going to the immediate need. You kind of picked the best player available.
0: Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta plan ahead. And they can play right away and it makes the team better. Thank you, Webb. I appreciate you saying I have the best mock draft of all time. I appreciate that. You didn't say it with your words. You said it with your eyes. And I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Truly believe that you believe that.
0: I really do. I can read your eyes at this point. (laughs) Everybody. We will be back Thursday night. I will be doing a round one recap. So get ready for that Friday morning. Please go follow us on Twitter where I will be super active during this draft, insulting everyone that did not follow my picks to the letter. And God help you if you have read Webb. Oh, I'll kill you. I'll kill you real good.
1: I can't wait until there are a bunch of trades in this draft and we're, we just throw away our papers like, okay, forget this. That, that will happen,
0: happen by pick four.
1: Yeah. Pick four. My
0: my draft is in the garbage for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um. So this is a true story. Last year they did a ranking of how many how many picks you got correct in your mock draft, and I was second. I had eight correct picks last year, because last year we did a what would you do and what we think happened, and the first pers- the pundit with the most had nine. I had eight picks correct. So, go on the ball, baby. Pretty good,
1: Pretty good Coop.
0: Okay, everybody, please go follow us on Twitter ad rookie phenom subscribe on itunes (laughs) spotify anywhere you get your podcasts thank you everybody for listening have a great night
1: we out